So you were just saying, Trevor, what your plans are for New Year's? Yeah, I don't know if this is even worth talking about, but uh, I'm going to Dubai, I guess. Oh, okay. Not exactly think, yeah, the cheapest place Jeff to go for, there. for New Year's. Yeah, that's where he goes for New Year's. He went to like Snoop Dogg concert last year for New Year's or Coldplay or one of the two. So yeah, same difference really, Snoop Dogg, Coldplay. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Jeff's got a wide range of music. How oh, does he ever? It includes everything ever made. Yes. <laughs> he, so what are you Jeff's doing? Jeff's a lover, not a hater. Um, what's that? So what are you doing in Dubai? No idea. Just like, hey, let's go somewhere. We have four days off. Let's book a trip. Okay, Dubai. No. Done. Is it an expensive place or a cheap place? Oh, no. It's it's expensive at New Year's because it's everybody with money from, you know. <laughs> from like a, ge- a geographic wide-spanning area. A certain, a certain quarter of the globe yeah. <laughs> crashes upon Dubai for the New Year. So Did you got you to gotta find the hottest club, get some bottle service. Yeah, no, I think we're probably just going to like fly there, get a hotel, walk around the streets, hang out, have a couple of beers, relax. No, you gotta do it up. You gotta do it up Dubai style. No, no, really don't. Is it pretty much the New Vegas? I've never been. Okay, me neither. But I've only I've only really passed nice. through. I've only passed through. Yeah, if you haven't noticed, Brent is uh, Brent is a bit late today, but he's still gonna show up. He's about forty minutes late. <laughs> He'll be here though. And here comes the truth And here comes your favorite podcast Always still made for you Okay, Brent has now joined the wisdom So we're ready to get going here Now, um, do you guys have any any special childhood memories Of getting the Sears Christmas wish book in the mail And going through all the toy catalogs? Oh, boobs I mean, what? <laughs> in the Christmas, all the sexy the Santa book. lingerie. No, it's just toys in the wish book. Yeah, that's what you called them. <laughs> How about you, Brent? Did, you, did that get mailed out to you in the country? Yeah, there's not just toys. I don't know what's wrong. I, I remember there being a lot of perfume. I remember pages and pages right? and pages of perfume. So much perfume in the wish. Oh, you're right about that. And I just it is possible that Carter, like, yeah, if, it is possible that Carter could have had all those parts taken out. Yeah, maybe it was you know redacted by my mom and stuff like that. Yeah, she'd fit in right over here. Just she could edit my English textbooks. <laughs> just bring up the black highlighter. Draw clothes on all through. the ballerinas. Nice. Are you serious, Trevor? About here? Yeah. Oh, yeah. There's pictures of ballet dancers with, like, minimal cleave showing, and they cover them with black marker and draw clothes on them. No, if there's like, if they have like If they have, like, spandex that are, like, just below the knee all the way to the ankle, like, shown skin, like a, yeah. like a leotard or whatever you call it, yeah, they'll draw yeah. leggings all the way down. So, like, 300 textbooks. And yeah, stuff. yeah. There's <laughs> somebody whose job soul. is to draw, like, cover over people and censor out words and lines of the textbook. Religious police, man. Oh, it's it's Love a winning it. place. Uh, so yeah, no Christmas wish book for there. But man, yeah, me and my friends would just get together, just Google all over all the toys, and be like, "I want this one, I want that one," and that was a good time. So uh, the Toys R Us catalog came in the mail, and Janelle and I, 
like old times. Uh, grabbed it and started going through. More, more, not so much what we want, but you know what toys we'd permit our kids to play with and stuff like that. Oh, that's getting so the dangerous. Obvious ones like, so like brats and stuff like that are out, and there's a lot of the brats. You know, line has uh, expanded to uh, to cover all these other like weird like Man. fairies and stuff like that. So Men? vampire it's, it's brats, it's kind of weird. But uh, are there male of, brats? I don't think so. Not yet. I think my mom had a brat's toothbrush last time I checked. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> what would be the male brats? Uh, like Jersey Off Shore character, dude bros, as it'd be called. Bretts. Just Brett Michaels. <laughs> Different Brett, Brett Michaels. Michaels. <laughs> just Brett. Just bandanas. Hey, man, I'll trade you a red bandana for a skull bone bandana. Is that like a gay thing? What? Like the trading what's bandanas? What's that called? That hanky code or whatever? Yeah. No, that's hanky codes evolved to the bracelet code. Uh, rubber bra- rubber bracelets. Tell you what you're down for. Tell you what's a... Yeah. I thought the hanky code was a do. lot more specific, though. I think so. Yeah, well, there's many combinations, right? Yeah, and there's, like, Which different pocket, patterns. What color, yeah. Different patterns mean different things in different pockets, different color. Like, you could be, like, you know, like, very specific to, like, what type of feces you prefer, like, more runny or solid. Or <laughs> it's, it's all you can really, I mean, so, yeah, but what were you talking about, Brett Michaels, Bratz? Bratz, male brat, male dolls. I want to Photoshop okay. of that card. I want to Photoshop a brat. I'll do that. I'll find out what type of handkerchief to stuff in a Photoshop of your picture. <laughs> okay. So, yeah. And so it's amazing how much like toys haven't evolved. Like technology the last like 20 years, you know, just been accelerated the logarithmic scale. And then toys are pretty much just the same, you know, like um, the only new thing that I, I don't see the point at all are educational tablets for your kids. No. Now, do you have one of these for Seth yet, Brent? Yeah, but these tablets are like $130, and every program is like $30. So you might as well just buy like a Samsung tablet for like 200 or something at that point. And guess what? It's you also love just at the same time. Love wood you, know? you can actually get up some Netflix. There's, there's a reason toys existed. They're still good. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like Carter, when you're beginning. Wood blocks yeah, are I don't sweet. Know interactive ring tossing games for your future kids it's just not necessary just get the real thing okay you don't need to be swiping like a finger across an ipad to put a ring onto a stand i, I wouldn't recommend i wouldn't recommend it mm-hmm. yeah, just throw yeah, some damn rings mm-hmm. yeah because you won't have any uh, motor skills you know what are you gonna do play like sock like sock mini stick hockey on your ipad in the hallway <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, oh, I think so. What really made me mad looking through the uh, wish book was uh, a certain type of kid. Now, um, what the exploit? I don't think we were this kid. type of kid. No, we're talking Power Wheels mm. kid. I was too rich for my blood. Yeah, I don't think any of us got even. I don't even think I ever rode in a Power Wheels car, man. No, I think you were kind of hated if you had Power Wheels. Yeah. So you should see some of these power wheels, just like Range Rover power wheels, Corvette power wheels. They're surprisingly not that expensive, but... Um, Let me tell you where there's power wheels. Where? In Kuwait. 
<laughs> Every place I've ever gone to Tudor has power wheels in the base. Their houses are so big that they can drive power wheels all around their house. They've got their own like track in the base. No, it's like you could actually have a track car. I'm not joking on how big some of these houses are. <laughs> like, like uh, I'm ta- like over a uh, almost two tennis courts, one nice. giant room with a few pillars in it, with marble floors that nobody goes in besides a kid. You could do some real good, nice power slides on there. Oh, man. you could do <sighs> power wheels. Yeah, too rich for my blood. Like, I like, I, I like, wheels. what was Hot Wheels? Hot Wheels are cool. Yeah, no, I was going to say, I ask for Power Wheels and you get Hot Wheels. Hot Wheels are which sweet, is still though. Around. Hot Wheels was just oh, like a side bike where you design you. your own course. Yeah, and I don't know, toys need to be more generalized. Like all these dolls that are like, you know, like change your baby's diaper or give baby a bath. And like that doll is very limited. Like you can't like do anything. You can't dress up. You can only give it a bath, you know, like, you know, none of that stuff. Kids got to have some imagination. Toys some just made out of wood stuff. sound good. I like wooden toys. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you gotta, you know, you gotta create it yourself. Oh. But you know what? Well, what? No, go ahead. Go ahead. No, and I just remember when I was in Lviv in the Ukraine. There's like a town hall with an opera, giant yeah. water, like um, a fountain, huge fountain in this beautiful old city, town hall. And what does everybody do? Bring their kids with Hot Wheels to the town square, and you walk to the town square, and it's just like literally 200 kids in, in Hot Wheels in front of the <laughs> opera house driving around a water fountain. Like it's like it's like hell. It's like a it's like a traffic jam in Egypt, but Hot Wheels in a town square. Oh wow! It was cool. It was actually really cool, and it's like a super poor place, so I don't know how. Power Wheels or Hot Wheels? No, Power Wheels. Power okay. Wheels. Oh, I thought you were saying Hot Wheels, like the head oh, track no, setup. No, that would be so much like cooler. That. Sorry, I, my bad. Yeah, no, 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 no. If the, the city, can't the city, like, make over there's nice architectural buildings? Like, we got this sweet loop set up so the kid goes up and drops a, a toy in and, like, do a flip over the the opera house and then, like, take a tunnel through, like, the Fountain Town Square and stuff like that. No, that'd be cool. It'd be, like, the cheapest thing ever. It'd be a tourist attraction. Was there ever you know? a Hot like Wheels video Hot game where you could just be a guy in a Hot Wheels track? There's a Micro Machines video game for NES that was pretty good. Oh, because I imagine but being, I, like, I doing loops and Hot, Hot Wheels. Wheels you know how fun that'd be? Be a little Hot that'd Wheels driver. <laughs> now, were there any toys that uh, parents said no to? Like, no. Not letting you guys play with that. Power Glove? Power Glove, yeah. That was a piece of crap. Mm-hmm. Like, for the best. My mom wasn't allowed to. My mom wasn't allowed to play as, with Barbies as a kid. I would be all over that. Mm-hmm. Did not have no dis no Disney that. princess gear would be allowed. <laughs> for a girl. I don't know. If, I'm pretty sure if I. Oh had a girl yeah, if allowed, I had a daughter, there'd be no princess. <laughs> yeah, Sorry. I'm pretty sure Janelle will uh, be buying like princess stuff for my daughter and matching <laughs> princess stuff for herself. That's not safe or healthy. Anyways. So, um, yeah, there's a lot of toys, though, looking back, that we shouldn't have been allowed. And so I've been watching this this 10-part uh, video Slime pit? Uh, collection. And he also wrote a book. Now, there's a guy named Phil Phillips. And I think that is the source of the problem, why he's so angry about toys. And he wrote a book called Turmoil in the Toy Box. And he is here to expose the truth. What, he's on our show? And toys. 
No, he's not. Oh, on I thought you had a guess. Like he's here. No. This is back in the eighties. No, it's sort of hyped up. Yeah, sorry to bring it down. No, we don't have no guest. So, anyways, he's in this interview, and this this was like a big thing that a lot of like churches uh, would get this video and show it to parents and stuff like that. So his big thing was eighty percent of cartoons in the eighties dealt with the occult and occult situations, and he would just oh grab like you know and like first year English university courses everything relates back to Jesus somehow of course everything's about Jesus every book ever written before yesterday is about Jesus somehow no but you can just like make all these illusions and be like so uh, this guy was riding a horse well Jesus rode a, ho- rode a horse into Israel on Palm Sunday or something and be like correct it was about that's what the <laughs> author was getting at I'm like are you serious so this guy is like look at this Birdman superhero you know what this draws comparison to Ra the Egyptian god who had wings. And then so the guy interviewing him is like, yeah, we should not be letting our kids have anything to do with ancient pagan gods <laughs> and stuff like that. And it's like Voltron. You know guys know Voltron, right? It's like Transformers. Transformers were off. No idea who he was. Well, it's just Transformers. Well, it had a lot of occult symbol. This is an actual quote. I wrote it down. Voltron has a lot of occult symbolism like the stars. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> uh, and don't even get them started on the Smurfs. Oh no, the Smurfs are blue, and that means that they represent corpses of dead people. Because that's what dead people look like. They yeah. turn blue after they die. That's right. So our kids should not be allowed to play with Smurfs or watch any Smurfs cartoons. And um, also, it heavily promotes homosexuality because it's a very very large male group of people there in the Smurfs land. Yeah, they're a little friendly. They're a little friendly. Yeah, so he he doesn't want to have anything about that. So my favorite thing is like going on Amazon and reading reviews of his book of like how badly his book messed up people's childhoods and stuff. Like like my husband is a victim of this book. He was very sick as a child, and he spent a lot of nights in the hospital, and he had his Care Bear that um, comforted him. Until his mom read the book and took away his care <laughs> Just terrible. Terrible people. It's like 135,000 books were in print. So a lot of people got messed up by this. Douche. I'd like to talk about one of the biggest athletic moments in Canadian history that is often overlooked and you always forget about it until you remember it and then you just get this big smile on your face and you're like, whoa, I remember that. You know what, guys, I'm talking about? Carter, are you talking talking about about the past again? I'm talking about the 150-meter race held in 1997 at the Sky Dome. Now, do you guys remember this at all? Of course. Yeah, so we had Donovan Bailey, the 100-meter champ, Record holder, by the way. Okay. He's the fastest yeah. man on earth. The Air American. We all know about the 200 race and 400. No, I don't think... I think this is forgotten history for a lot of people. So all it started when Bob Costas... Are we recapping a race from 17 years ago? <laughs> there's a lot of, There's been a lot of Carter. Trevor, do you have anything to talk about? I just don't, I just don't know if this is going somewhere. So Bob Costas started the feud. He started the feud. With Canada or between them? Well, with Canada. He called Johnson the fastest. Okay, in two seconds was an American thing. They didn't get get a medal. 
for sprinting. So then he said, well, if you break it down, he ran 200 meters faster than he ran 100 on average. So he's the fastest. The American. That's, that's not it. true. No. Yeah, <laughs> because one's starting from zero meters per second. The other one's starting from full yeah. freaking tilt. Okay, so I, I summarized it. Now what? Well, the best part is when you look deeper, deeper. Because you're always like, well, was it just Deeper one into race? that pulled hamstring? Yeah, well, was it just one race? Or was there like an undercard too? Like, you know, a big boxing match? Like, oh, Mayweather versus Alvarez. But there's other fights on that card. Well, were there other like athletic events nope. earlier in the day? It turns out there was. What and happened? Also, there, well, it was like Jackie Joyner Kersey versus some no-name in a long jump duel. Or, and it was just like, always like... One versus one. It was never like any more people. It was just like grudge match. And it was unsanctioned by the IAFF. So all the drugs you and want. Unsanctioned. So it's just awesome. It's just like, hey, we these guys can't settle their differences. We've got to have an unsanctioned cage match. An unsanctioned long jump. <laughs> yeah. And there's just so many. I told you the Blues Brothers were there, right? And there's just so many mad people like Fra- Frankie Frendricks. He, he's like, I'm a four-time silver medal winner in the 100 and 200. Why haven't I been invited to this race? It's like, dude, because you suck. He should have just got in there and ran right beside him. <laughs> he would have beat Michael Johnson, I guess. Now, now, just when we're on the long jump for a second here. Yep. They need to get rid of that stupid rule where it's like you can't step over that line. No, that's the line. No, they just need to make it mm. so you just do your furthest jump and they measure it. Because clearly there is the technology to do that. Just run as far as you want and jump into the sand from wherever you want and we will measure the distance from where you left to where you landed. Because this is stupid. So, I think mm. you're on the right track, but you're not quite there. I think it has to be just don't jump on the sand. So the line is the thin line between the sand and the, the rubber. Mm. Why oh, just there could be a lot point? of injuries. <laughs> Oh, there could be a lot of broken, <laughs> broken ligaments. <laughs> Imagine how painful that would be. Oh, my God. What, you ran into the sand? Oh, God. <laughs> oh, putting all your weight to do like an explosive jump well, you know. on an ankle that half meets the conch. Oh, God. And they'd have a camera zoomed in on it, too, right? And you'd yeah. just be... Seeing the moment your career ended in slow motion. <laughs> oh my god, that would hurt. Because everybody would be trying to go as close as they could to being in the sand. Well, you know, it gives a sense of danger, you know. Part of that's just to show, I guess, why launch. not just have, yeah. Well, you know, your career's over if you somewhat step over the line and get disqualified anyways. Might as well go out breaking the ankle or something. Other Olympic stuff to change then? Might just be for, like, weightlifting? Just have hundreds yeah. of benches set up in a room and give people a day. And whoever lifts the most weight within that day is the gold medalist. Oh, you're all about the endurance? not the Well, you don't time. have to lift it. Not... Oh, it's not combined weight. It's just you have all day to try? Yeah. It's like the 400-pound bar, the 401-pound bar, 402. So oh, everyone's so watching. Everyone that. can go wherever they want at any time. So I like just it. hang out all day and then just step up. Last you know, five yeah, minutes. drink a couple beers, get good and liquored, walk up to the four thirty, <laughs> and just <laughs> crap your pants. Well, that's kind of the way uh, like X Games has gone. It used to be like you know two minute runs, like a traditional sport, and they're like, no man, that's not how people skateboard. Let's just you know 
let all these guys go on the course together, jam session style, and uh, see what happens. So that's like the exact same thing. That's weightlifting jam session. Weightlifting jams. I like that. <laughs> that's pretty that awesome. Well, you know, you won the gold and what? Uh, the, the deadlift? The clean and jerk? No, man. The jam session. Had a few pints before? Yeah. I like it. I think you got to be pretty messed up to go and lift some of those things. Mm-hmm. You got to be a little sick mm-hmm. in the head. <laughs> I was at a That's coffee it. shop yesterday. I was waiting at a coffee shop yesterday reading Men's Health. It's yeah. a weird magazine now. Just the way they talk about stuff. Are you still a Men's Health reader, Trevor? No, I, they don't get it here. Okay. And, know, and I, I am I not healthy. I do not read it, but I bought an issue uh, like a few months ago because Tom Brady was on the For 23 sex tips from Tom Brady. It says, uh, let's see, strength and focus. Win like Tom Brady. <laughs> Win out what? That's like, I don't know, the article is everything that, in the that. world. Yeah. This article is be that guy. Let's see. You know that guy, always smiling, confident with life. The gate, the gate of a big time heavy lifter. They're really into weightlifting now, I think, in weird ways. Men's fitness or men's health? Health. Okay. Neck exercises to get yourself looking more pumped than you are. Nice big thick Okay. So I'm looking at here how to win like Tom Brady and how to do everything better. So it's like parallel park anywhere. And it gives you this big lesson how to play a f- <laughs> survive airport hell. Like Tom Brady. Pulling, yeah, Tom Brady pulls up to his private plane. <laughs> Buy jewelry she'll love. Craft your own ice cream. Ace your fantasy football draft. Yeah, just auto pick apparently. <laughs> no, yeah, like Brent, you know, never loses the game. Let the computer do it for you. That's what it says. How to show off your wine collection? And then I like this. Oh article. This my! Is in depth. This is eight secrets your hospital keeps. Secret number one: your doctor and nurse may have messed up your meds. <laughs> well, I thought you were going to say your doctor and nurse may have messed up the sheets. That would have been sweet. <laughs> That's exactly what I was thinking. Uh, secret number two, your medical records are not confidential. Absolutely not. I look at other people's records all the time before I go into the rooms. <laughs> you guys pull secret them up three. and look. Um, hospital meals may be as bad as fast food. Secret eight, your doctor's hands may be filthy. You think? <laughs> secret four, the call button isn't a surefire SOS. What, like the emergency when you're in the... I think they just shut that off after a few times. <laughs> Screw this guy. I hope he dies. Yeah, of course. The call sign just like lights up a light somewhere, you know, in the, in the staff room. So if the nurse is with somebody. so The doctor. <laughs> now, this does look like a good article here. How to make your own pizza. The be- like Tom Brady. <laughs> Yeah, I wish these were all by Tom Brady. <laughs> yeah, he just wrote everything. Mm-hmm. I don't know what what would a Tom Brady advice column you would look do like? whatever he told you to do, Carter. Yeah, but it'd be just so unrealistic, like how to how to pay someone to uh, cut like cut the grass of your like two hundred acre yard, you know? Like Tom Brady. 
I'm like Dan Brady would. You pick up that phone and tell my manager to call somebody. So. Hmm. So I'm disgusting Peyton commercial today. I guess Peyton he's Manning. been doing Papa John's for a while, right? Oh, he owns Papa John's. His Last week yeah. when they beat Kansas City, his Papa John's got ripped off because <laughs> someone knew he wouldn't be there. <laughs> the owner's out of town, man. Oh. I'm going to go stick up this Papa John's. All right, I don't know. I thought Papa John's guy was complaining about like football strike, but it was just about health care for Americans, right? Yeah. yeah oh, he's Papa a, John's guy's a huge douche, yeah. man. What, what is he? Is he like hardcore right wing or left wing? Yeah, he's too <laughs> Papa yeah. John's guy's like hardcore right? Yeah. And him and Peyton are just Yeah, he's always fighting against together. minimum wage going up and stuff like that. And he's like, if I'm going to. If we're going to have health care for everyone, pizza prices are going to go up by 20 cents. Yeah. Okay. Is that a fair? <laughs> okay, buddy. I guess about right. I don't think anybody's going to care. Good. <laughs> yeah. Well, so that's for a second I thought Peyton Manning will only be giving away 1 million pies instead of 2 million pies next year if, if, uh, if we get health care for employees. So never mind. I can't believe that's not over. What the Obamacare? Yeah, I can't believe people just haven't moved on. Like that's just the website doesn't work, Trevor. Oh wow, big deal! They're not going to fix that ever, right? (laughs) Yeah, this is like the black mark on uh, Obama's um, presidency. It's like look at all the other presidents, like what wars they've gotten themselves into and stuff, and then here it's like the website didn't work. As far as problems, even to me, that seems like a pretty good problem to have. Yeah, even the uh, I saw in the Daily Show that the <laughs> the woman who's like the model, the stock photo model, uh, like at the front when you go to Obamacare.com or whatever, and she's like you know there looking confident and smiley. She's even come out saying that she's got like death threats and stuff like that or something. <laughs> She'll never work again after this disaster. Never work again in the yeah, booming industry. Doesn't everybody of stock that gets photo like, interviewed about that whole healthcare like approve of every single part of it? I think so. Like if they but ask the website, people like, "Do you Trevor, like this? Do you like this? Do you like this?" and everybody's like, "Yes, yes, yes, yes." Okay, you've just said yes to everything. We just got to fix a website. Isn't that kind of all that's really happening? <laughs> I think so. <laughs> it seems like it's not a problem. Yeah, if you, if you explain what it is and you take out the socialist part of it, then people will be for it. But in the season, you're like. And right after that, and what do you feel about socialized? Oh, I hate it! Hate it! Can't happen. Even though, even though you said yes to every single thing that is socialized. <laughs> no, well, there was one other question that they said they were against. So, Trevor, would you like your Papa John's to go up another twenty cents? Hell no! <laughs> Someone just tell me: Am I slow on the internet, or if I say Van Dam truck, do you all know what I'm talking about? Absolutely. Yeah, I emailed no, you guys yeah. Van Dam truck like the day after it came out. Okay, never mind. Yep, saw that. Hmm. When he did Do you not read my, your emails, your official podcast newsletter emails? I guess not. Holy moly. The Van Dam truck is the greatest thing ever. It's this new ad for Volvo. I guess they're getting into the truck business, and they want to tell you how smooth and steering things mm-hmm. are. So they're like, okay, let's get Van Dam to do the splits between two <laughs> trucks driving down the highway. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty sweet. 
Are Van Damme's and splits it's a real that, stunt too. Yeah, are his splits that good? Like, oh yeah. Is it better Absolutely. than the average person who can do splits? Oh yeah, I think yeah? so. I think he's a he's a master of splits. Like he can control it. <laughs> like that's all he's really good for. Look at every one <laughs> of his movies. How many times does he do the splits and punch somebody? Even the new Expendables two movie. You know, he's like what fifty years old and he still does getting low. You don't think about bad guys doing splits very much. If he was above you in a fight when he could just kick you in the head, he'll do the splits instead and punch you. That commercial really life loves those splits. That's all it's got. Perfection. Oh, yep. How else would you advertise a Volvo truck that would get anybody interested at all? It's got to be yeah. fine, damn. They screwed up so... Why was that not a Super Bowl commercial, though? Oh, of course, yeah. Of course. You're in, oh, my God. Yeah, just keep that in the tank, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that would be pretty huge. That's all anybody would be talking <laughs> that about. That would that'd be the biggest Super Bowl commercial in like, the last four years. Last four? Wow, you yeah. really got a specific <laughs> Well, don't you guys remember what was five years ago? Don't you remember what was five years ago? No. No? No? That Doritos commercial? No, I was just joking. I don't know. <laughs> celebrity. You have one month celebrity death pool. Death pool? Think about it. Um, Carter, who's going to die? It's got to be an old wrestler like Ric Flair or something. Old wrestlers are always a safe bet. <laughs> old wrestlers are always dying. They're always a safe bet. Like Mad Dog uh, Vashon died yesterday or something. Every like every day, there's a new dead wrestler. So Rowdy Roddy Piper. There. Oh, that's a good one too. That's a good one too. It's two Rowdies going against a bar fight. There's always like the older, the older wrestler death, and then the the like the Marty Jannetty level death. It's like oh, Marty Jannetty's dead. No, but like you know that that level of like ugh. <laughs> like B rated sad after wrestling life death. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Virgil. <laughs> Hey man, we just suffered. I just, we just suffered till last week, <laughs> and he's dead inside. <laughs> Has been for a long time. Ever since he kicked that kid's soccer or basketball away when he could have bounced it ten times. What's that? When he was gonna give him a hundred bucks if he could bounce the ball ten times. When was this? Come on, million dollar man pulled up a little kid one one wrestling show. Oh, okay. Pulled yeah. up a little kid out of the audience. It was like, hey, man, how's it going? Blah, blah, blah. He was a cool kid. And he had to bounce a ball 10 times. And Million Dollar Man was going to give him $100. And he got to nine, and then Virgil kicked the ball away from the kid. <laughs> <laughs> it was so good. That's karma, man. That's karma. Now look where Virgil now is. Now Virgil's paying for it. <laughs>